Yo, what up? And welcome to another episode of Straight From The Stands, an unapologetic, unofficial LA Galaxy podcast, hosted by four five my supporters, who bring you their thoughts and views on everything related to LA Galaxy, Straight From The Stands. I am your co-host, Smarts, alongside the always angry angel, his counterpart, level-headed George, and the man with the facts, Masa. This is Straight From The Stands. Good evening. Que onda? What is up? What up, boys? Good. How you guys doing on this fucking freezing ass Monday? All right, let's settle the discussion right now because I'm go. over it. You and let's I have go, been going though. back and forth. Let's go. The best. This is the best weather. The Fuck best weather. Fuck out of here, dog. Fuck out of here. This is not the best weather. Like, you understand, in Southern California, live in Los Angeles for this specific reason because it's never supposed to be this cold. It's never supposed to be drop under 60, let alone 50, let alone 40. Like it was 40 odd today. Stop. Like, this is not right. This is absolutely not right. No. Listen, we need, we need somebody in office to fix this. Cause I cannot stand LA being this fucking cold. <laughs> I can't do it. Like somebody hey, gotta do something. Like Garcetti. Shit, you mean like somebody do something about this cold? I can't stand this shit, dog. Man, I, like somebody I know. Like people can actually, <laughs> he complains a lot about the code. I'm just saying. Yo. Hey man, I like to go. You need to stop saying that, bro. I can't believe you like this cold. Legit though, like I, I had a problem today. I was less, uh, I was less active today. Like I was less efficient today because it was so fucking cold. I, I I told you earlier, like I'm wearing sweats. I'm wearing I'm wearing my house shoes. I'm wearing a sweater. I'm wearing a beanie. Still cold. I ain't got the luxury to have central ice heating. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is cold, man. I, 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 I can't do it, but we're, not, we're you know moving away from the from the weather and the, how cold it is and how everybody hates it. Uh, George, how are you feeling today? How's your dietary program going today? Though? Talk to me about that. <laughs> so this whole weekend, I've been eating shit, a lot of takeout. Uh, had a good amount of drinks. Just the McGregor fight on Saturday. I'm glad he got his ass laid out. <laughs> and then Sunday football. So it's a lot of takeout, a lot of drinking. So we decided to do a day uh, one day juice cleanse. That shit's fucking stupid. You know how much leftover pizza we have? How much leftover wings we have? <laughs> you have none of it? <laughs> and I'm fucking... My dinner is a vanilla almond dates and vanilla sea salt. Yeah. Granted, this isn't... This is fire. But yeah. the ones that I've had throughout the whole day... God, I'd rather drink Agent's beer. Agent's beer is fire. Fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> I know, yeah. A, a, a I haven't celery. tried it, so I wouldn't know. I haven't a, tried it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> a lot of celery in the juices, huh? You have any celery ones today? Like, uh, you know what? You and I had this. My bad. We're talking about food. You and I had the discussion <laughs> off air. Ginger shots are the worst thing no. known to fucking man. No, those are my if favorite. If you like ginger shots, shots, those are it, bro, shots, I like those. Ginger though. shots feels like they just crushed some serranos. <laughs> add some. Uh, add added uh, some sriracha. <laughs> added a uh, fucking uh, the thing the arbol, and you just chug it. That That's shit was just, the worst. Nasty, nasty. Uh, you you, know, you could breathe so good right after the shot. Just... I like it. It did feel like an energy drink, but that shit, I, I got slapped. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Masa, how you doing, dog? You on the same shit? You juicing? Staying healthy? Scoring six goals no, every two games? I'm just uh, eating better. Uh, working out here and there. I got to step it up on the working out part during the week. Yeah. So, but that's it. Just eating, eating a lot more green, if that makes any sense. And where the yeah. fuck do you where, where do you stand on uh, on this weather, dog? Talk to me about this because I might just like I'm in between, dog. I run hot, so I like the cold. But today was too cold because my fingers were fucking hurting when I was working, and that shit was that's kind of cold. Bad, 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 man, bad. 
That's what's up. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, slow, slowish week. Slowish week. We, you know, we didn't, we didn't get the announcement George had been promising, promising, promising us that we we're going to get. Uh, so again, hate mail directly at JNDefeated7 across all social medias. Uh, go ahead and hit, go ahead and hit him because, you know, he's the one that, that, that doesn't want to give it up and give up the news. I'm just clarify that. Uh, he doesn't want to give up the news. Uh, so go ahead and show your hate to him. But we did have some stuff going on. Um, you know, we, we got, uh, there, there's, there's a lot of movement, right? Like we have one, two, three, four, five, five kids that, that just got signed to the G's first team, right? Including three Academy slash G2 players and two players that we got from, uh, from the draft, which surprised me because I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily see, saw that or think that we we're going to sign anybody. So, uh, nice to see. And we'll talk about them a little bit. Uh, today we got some dates from MLS, right? We got when the preseason starts, we got when, when the opening week is, uh, as well as some other marketing shit, like the rivalry week and all-star game, uh, and the MLS cup being, being played on December 11th, all interesting. Uh, and we'll get into it talking about some other stuff. We got some crazy, we got some crazy links to players, uh, uh, like Rojo. Uh, from Man United, Argentinian center back, uh, and also Mata, former former United uh, midfielder, creative midfielder. Uh, again, these don't have like we couldn't find any like reliable sources to confirm the interest or talks about these, but they're interesting players that I kind of want to talk about it and, and share some opinions on how we would feel if if these came, if, you know, if they got any traction. Uh, and we got some shout outs at the end, some some news we're gonna break out for for ACB stuff. Uh, but let's get started. Uh, Let's start off with, with, with MLS and them announcing some dates. Yeah. Uh, right now we know that February 22nd would be the, when preseason starts, preseason training starts. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna, six week preseason with players having to uh, go through quarantine uh, right before that, I assume. So I'm assuming they'll check in in about a week or so, right? Because it starts the third week of February. So I'm assuming they'll, they'll check in about a week and, and do the quarantine prior to the preseason start, which is dope because we want to see. Like I'm itching for that footage of watching, like, you know, who's who's practicing and what squad, and start getting ideas of what what our first team is going to look like. And I'm assuming they'll they'll see some more more signings uh, prior to to preseason, so we can see what a full squad looks like. What are you gonna say, George? Uh, so so they observe the mandatory quarantine appointment reporting. Does that mean that they're going to treat this as a bubble? What do you think that's uh, the preseason is going to be held at? I, you know what? I, I think they'll do like they did at the, throughout the season, right? Uh, they, they were pretty much on the street, like from stadium to home, from home to stadium, uh, and no necessarily no outside people coming into your house. So I'm assuming that's what that's what it looks like. It's, but again, I, you know, that's just an assumption that I can make based on what happened last year. Uh, I'll be interested to see when, you know, when the vaccines get rolled out, if that changes anything. It's a lot of questions. At this point, I wouldn't mind them in a bubble. New mm-hmm. coach, chemistry together. I, I think that'd be a win for the Galaxy right now. Yeah, especially coming off of some some time off, right? Like because you know, no playoffs meant, meant our off season was a little longer than most, uh, and they have been with family and the uh, you know the holidays for the most part over. It wouldn't be a bad call to have all the players in a bubble, right? Uh, whether that be at a fancy ass hotel in Redondo Beach or somewhere Manhattan Beach um, or whatever it is. But I don't. Th- I think you know. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that thing. That'd be dope just to build out some, some team chemistry from the jump. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Listen, we got dates, but none of these dates give us inclination whether it's, it's going to be a regular season or it's going to be another COVID season. Right. Uh, 
Uh, there's not much here. One thing we know for sure, like April 3rd and 4th, I don't see, I don't see, listen, in other MLS teams and other regions, they might do things different. I don't see the G's having fans for that opening week. Right. Do you, so, so when do you expect just hypothetically speaking, obviously everyone wants to be April 3rd, April 4th. Yeah. Realistically speaking, do you think that there's going to be fans in the stadium at Man, all throughout the point of this year? Yeah. So it, it, nothing to do with MLS. Uh-huh. Right. Because uh, from MLS and as most of you guys know, I serve in the board for ACB. So I get, uh, you know, I have, I have constant communication and I line straight to the FO FO whether they're telling us or they're not sh- not sharing, they don't really have a clear indication of what the season looks like when it, in regards to fans. So nothing from them necessarily, but like just through all the outlets and people are talking about returning to the normal, whatever that looks like, nobody's saying anything other than like June might be the first time we see something slightly close to, to, to normalcy. And I don't know how, I, I don't know how, there's also some other report or some other article I read that at the rate we're going right now, it will be October and we still wouldn't be done with, uh, with the elderly 65 plus getting their vaccine. So I don't know. It really depends on, on how this new administration kind of handles the, the vaccine distribution. Right. I think a lot of it depends on that. So I don't know, man, I wouldn't hold my, I wouldn't hold my, I wouldn't hold my breath that we would be in there uh, anywhere, anywhere before the summer. So, and that's actually what I want to talk about, right? Because we've seen, if we've seen this, uh, let me just finish, finish running through it. Uh, MLS is back uh, opening week is April 3rd through 4th. Uh, late August is when we see uh, the rivalry week and late summer is the uh, uh, MLS All-Star game. Um, if you want to want to ask me my, you know, unresearched, no merit uh, guess is that we'll see more of a, of a fan, fan attendance post um, post uh, uh, all-star game and and then into like the playoffs in in the in the finals but let's I think, talk about the all-star game for a second yeah why i i personally don't understand one do you think a european team is going to want to travel to the states yeah two are we going to play in between each other is that even going to grab a crowd compared to the things that you've done in the past uh I don't know. I I think that MLS is kind of shooting high with this, but I I don't think that when we should have it, a league's cup or a campeones cup. Let's try to get through a season without having any issues. For yep. fuck's sakes, the NBA can't even roster six players, six seven players for some for some teams right now at this point. Yeah. Yep. What's gonna happen when that? What's gonna happen when it's your rivalry weekend? Say two players, knock on wood, you know, two main players can't play. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, listen, I play that was advocate here. And MLS is not NBA, is not the MLB, is not the NFL. And and they can't take fun, they they can't take financial hardship like they could. Right? So these fools want to have a season as close to normalcy so they get cuz again, right? I, I don't think they'll get out the red, especially not after last year, but they want to not take a, the fattest L as it did right now but the bread and butter is the season i would say the bread and butter is the season and for you to risk that by adding a lot of things that aren't really there or shouldn't be there then you're kind of risking your whole your 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 main grossing income yeah no i, I listen i 100 agree I, I i i i i'm with you in the sentiment right especially like like the all-star game 
is like one that's that's supposed to be like a fan attraction thing, right? Where you see like the best MLS versus some team in Europe. Um, unless this is a dr- dramatic like one eighty turn, and and, and every the mamas get vaccinated. I don't know how comfortable like people are gonna be attending a. Never mind. Super Bowl's happening with twenty two thousand, right, or something like that. Um, like it, it just doesn't make sense. It, it, I agree it with you. It doesn't. It, it it doesn't make sense to me. But you know, the dollar is the mighty the, the, the mighty the mighty driver, right? So I'm sure that's what they're looking at. They're looking at they're looking at the marketing dollars. I mean, that's the only reason they they, they will announce the MLS Heineken rivalry, right? Like the only the only thing they're announcing the the Oscar game and the and, and the rivalry week. So they could t- tell tell the people their sponsors and, and and the people who they all the marketing to. Hey, this is still going to happen, right? Yeah. You're right. It doesn't make any point, but like the money, the dollar is going to drive it, and I think that's the reason for it. Listen, and we might be getting to logistical of this, but like, granted, an NFL stadium can hold up to ninety thousand people, so twenty thousand sounds like a lot, but compared to an NFL stadium, it's nothing. We can yeah. hold sixteen thousand, seventeen thousand. 20% of that, what are we going to allow, like 5,000 yeah. people inside? And even then, uh, you need them to buy concessions. You need them to do a certain amount just to be able to pay the security, just to be able to pay the fee. Like, you give me, like, there's yeah. a lot to go behind that. That, like you said, the MLS is not the M- the NFL, is not the NBA, where they could do that on a bigger size scale and still make some money, even though they're not allowing everyone in. Yeah. And I just don't see that for the MLS. Yeah, listen, I mean, it goes as easy as like the NBA and the and the NFL get big ass checks by all these networks to carry some of the games. Mm-hmm. Right? MLS necessarily don't have that. It, 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 like, again, the whole thing to me, I, I it's very clear. Like it's all money driven. And I and I for you know, it's dumb as fuck. But you also need to at least survive, right? And you also need it not to be fucking in debt. So I don't know. It, it, listen, I think time will tell. I guarantee you, if if it's not looking, it's not looking good. Like there'll be some changes to um to the schedule or like some do exclusions you, to some of this. Stuff. Do you think that the April third and fourth, uh, it's basically a month after what we usually start off every year? Do you think that's has anything no, to do with COVID or CBA? I, I, or just... I mean, I mean, Masa, Masa talked about this in, in the in the other in one of the chats, and Masa will go ahead and and I mean, kind of repeat what you said in the other chat. Oh, it's the season usually starts at the end of March. No, so, it doesn't. Right? It's like mid March, right? No, yeah, it starts like on March sixth. End of March. It's usually March sixth. Like two weeks off, or like a week off. I think. I don't think it's too pushed back. No, I think no, because I, I I've noticed because angels it always lands the week of Angel's birthday, and he's the first week of uh of March. So MLS always starts off the first week of March. But even at that, March. even at that, right? Like, let's say it's the three weeks. Let's say it's the four weeks. Let's say it's Monday. I don't think, I don't think that's going to make too much of a difference. Right? Again, and I hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping like dead wrong. And like four weeks, you know, four weeks from today, we're talking about uh, a different tone and how things are shaping up. But I don't think for, like right now, as, as things have been moving, I don't see four weeks being, you know, a big factor in this. Uh, what it, what is true though is that as, as if things go, as, if the games get played, fuck, I was gonna say things go smoothly, but I don't have high hopes for that. Uh, but if, they, if games get played, we will see a, a MLS Cup near near where we saw it last year or last season, right? Um, man, all that being said, all that you know, skepticism we have over over some of these matches and, and timelines, I'm just kind of excited to see actual dates to look forward to. 
right? Like, I think for the last month or so, we felt a little bit nimble of not knowing when the season's to start, not knowing how it's going to happen. Uh, but seeing, um, but seeing this, uh, seeing this come out, seeing these dates come out, get me excited. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Get me, get me excited to, to look forward to something, right? And and again, February 22nd, I'm I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see. My timeline explode with with uh, footage of these who's practicing and and showing up and seeing what numbers there were. There's a bunch of things I'm looking forward to, and that's part of the season getting started. I'm excited for that. You know, I, I'm not even gonna lie. Um, let, let, let's let's move on. Let's move on to talk about some some of the players that that we signed. Uh, it was again. I'll repeat it one more time. It wasn't the promise. It wasn't the promise signing George. I said it's coming. Not true. Uh, <laughs> Listen, this whole pod, you just said you had a direct line to the FO. Guys, be smart. Put two and two together. Yeah, and, and listen, at George, at J in the field seven, all the hate mail goes straight to that. Um, but let, let's, let's talk about this, right? They, there's some signings in here, right? Uh, we had five youth signings uh, this last week. Three of them that are Academy slash G2 products. I'm talking about Defender, Marcus, Marcus Perkanis. Yo, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, I fucked that up. Uh, defender Jalen Neal and midfielder Adam Saldana. Mm-hmm. Three, three kids coming coming from the academy slash G two. Not a bad look, right? N- not a bad look. Uh, I'll start by saying like these kids are are all gonna fall fall into the home homegrown, so their ca- their their salaries is, is not impacted to our roster. They they are the last three, I think, I believe. Uh, 20 or 27 to 30 in, in their in the in the roster so their salary completely goes off the books uh and then we have players like like uh josh drack uh left back from denver who at least on on the at least on the when they drafted him like the the guys over at MLS were talking big about him right saying he's, uh-huh. he's a left back that likes to drive in that like that that likes to get into attacking atta- attacking field and it's a player that could potentially Fit right into a starting team at any team. Um, highly touted, so it's good to good to see. And again, I'm, I was pretty shocked because I didn't think we'll see anybody of interest coming from the super draft. But we've seen that, and then we have forward Preston Judd, uh, another player who 35th overall. And there's some, there seems like there's some hype behind him. Again, I take it with a grain of salt because all these kids are like college kids or you know very young kids. But that's five kids, right? That we throw in there with Dunbar. That we throw in there with, with Efra and we throw in there with, with, with Julian. That's that's an influx of, of, of youth. Uh so first of all, l- l- let me open it up. Uh Masa, I know you were a little excited about about Jalen Neal. You thought that was a that was a good uh uh call up. Wanna, wanna yeah, just... I watched uh, a couple of G two games and from what I saw, from what I remember seeing, there was only like two kids that stood out to me. Not saying that. The other ones weren't good, but like that stood out to me. Uh, one was Jalen Neal. I remember watching the game, and you know his def- he plays CB, and I'm watching mm-hmm. him defend, and I'm like, oh, how how old is this guy? You know, he's pretty tall, but he looked really young. And then I heard the commentator said he was 16, 17. I, I yeah. don't remember exactly what it was. He's lame. 17, 17 years old. I was like, yo, what the hell? Like this this kid is young. And then I realized that most of the kids were young. Yeah. And the other kid that stood out to me was uh Cuevas, you know, the free kick taker. But yeah, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what's up with him. So out of everyone we signed, I think I'm more excited about uh Jalen. You know, I think he though he stood out 
from yeah. what I remember watching G2. And I didn't watch a lot of G2. I yeah. watched a lot towards the end. But from those couple, like, I would say I watched like five, six games, including the playoff game. He's the one that's uh, Jalen Hill and Cuevas were the ones that stood out to me the most. I mean, I, I, obviously, other than Augie, because that guy, that guy just kind of sticks out by, on his own. Uh, but I think you're right. Uh, let me just read some of the stats that that, that the Galaxy published. Right, he made 13 appearances, 12 starts, and he's been with the he's been with the academy uh, represented at the U13, U15, U16, 17, and the U18, U18, 19 levels. Uh, 69 appearances in the U.S. Soccer Development Academy. Like again, this is this is what we've been looking for. I know, I know. You know, we had these conversations, and we never got too deep into them. I know we promised it, it never happened, but. Um, this is pretty much what I want to see from the academy. This is what I want to see from G two, right? It's a promising player who can or 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 or, or maybe not go into it, go into a first team and create an impact. But as a player that you just read the stats, it looks interesting for a young player, and and that can only be you know for us fans, of course, it's gonna be interesting. But what I'm what I'm trying to get at is that these guys, uh, there's some marketability around them to sell them out, to move them out to different teams. And when you call them up to the first team, you kind of validate them and make them more attractive than anybody else, right? Will we see all these players? I don't know, but I think it's definitely a good look to. It's definitely a good look to to have them in the team, to recognize talent, say, hey, let's bring you back, let's bring you up. Even if you know midseason to send you back to play with the G two, or if you just practice with them, like it's a good look to have the options to have these kids and pull them up, or and recognize the talent and pull them up. Uh, also, like it doesn't seem like it's a desperation. Right, uh, you're looking at you're looking at uh, at Marcus. You're looking at uh, at Jalen Neal. Like these these kids are, they seem like they're talent, and they're bringing them up preseason to kind of incorporate them in the team. Whereas before we've seen we're looking at G two to kind of fill in some gap because somebody got injured, fill in the gap because somebody's not playing well. Right, like this is a different move and something that I like because I want to see like you know there's been mad articles talking about like. How much money Galaxy spent on on Academy, but yet we haven't seen a lot of results, right? Every player who's come up, who who said to be the next thing, has fallen short. Latest example being Efra. But I, I think this is a little different, where you're pulling them up early and you're recognizing talent and seeing where it goes from there. I fucks with that a lot. Like I'm, I like this. Like I like this. I like this a lot. Uh, um, I think hearing ex- you say that really makes sense just because in the past, I know last year we signed a Masasiria Perquello and to us it was just like, oh hell yeah, he's going to fill that void because we need something like that. We need something like that. And this year maybe it was because we didn't expect much or anything, but I didn't have that feeling from the draft. Uh, especially these young players. I, I'm i with Masa saying that Neil might be the most excited I am for just because of the picture with AJ to be honest with you. That would be such a sick ass <laughs> to have yeah. but uh i we haven't had this conversation and i know it's an episode we said we talked but i i don't see much from our academy i don't see much from the draft and it's hard because we did get an aj we did get an omar from these drafts but i just don't see it now well see i, I think the big thing the big problem with that is that we haven't had an identity for since 2014 Fair. that's the last time we really had identity after that it's just been like 2015 was a year of like all or nothing. It turned out to be nothing in Colorado. Y'all remember 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020 is pretty fucking fresh in our memories. There was not a single style of play. There wasn't a, a, there wasn't, 
you know, the Galaxy was just a team. It didn't have a brand of play, right? The brand in, in the marketing world, there wasn't a brand of play. And I think, like, without that, you bring in Italian, and hopefully they fit into into a position or they could do something in a position. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm, I'm not saying Vanny has fixed that, but I'm saying if that's the plan and you're bringing up kids, I think there's more of a chance for these kids to, again, it, maybe not shine for the, for the team, but shine enough that we can move them on to a different team in Uh And I think at the end of the day, the Galaxy, the Galaxy, so we're always going to look into bringing in high-profile players or mm-hmm. higher-profile players than academy kids, but we got to figure out how to, how, to, how the academy makes sense, right? Because it doesn't make sense to have all these kids, and I'm talking about kids, right? Because I just read off, like, there's U9 to U18. U19. That's right. There's a G2. So we have mad kids coming up these academies and, and nothing happens to them. Like, there has to change. There has to be some kind of uh, end goal for it, right? Whether it's main team or whether it's like, here, here's my kickoff to move to Europe, move into like other MLS teams, Liga MX teams, or even yourself. If that's your cap. Part, a lot of academy players have gone to specifically Germany. Listen, no, the, the kids that got to Germany, like, and, and that was the argument when, when that happened. They they went on a free because the Galaxy didn't sign them up like they're doing these kids, right? So yeah. so you know any German team can come in and say, "Hey, come play for Germany. We'll give you some money, and you can you know you can play in Germany." You know whether they get minutes or not, like that's that's another story. But like that's enticing, right? At this point right now, like if, if somebody comes in looking for Julian Neal, he's in a professional contract, so that conversation is a whole lot different now. And that's but do you what think we want. that closes the door for that. What happened? Do you what think that? that closes the door for those initial uh, initial conversations? If I were Germany and I see, oh, this is a prospect player that I can get from the U.S. that's free, as opposed to, oh, this is a prospect player. Now I have to actually dig into my pockets. Obviously, their pockets are deep, and it, it wouldn't matter. But just knowing that they have to have that money conversation might just even close the door. Well, I, I, I seen. Uh, oh, go ahead, Masa. Because you buy a prospect player. Either to, if you're a big team like Bayern or, you know, a big team competing, then you buy that player hoping to, for that player to get to that level to compete. Mm-hmm. And if not, then you get them good enough to sell them off and profit money. Like that's, you're just a feeder club. Like he's going to go to Borussia and he's going to end up at Bayern for triple the money that yep. they paid for him now. It's it's not, it's never going to be like, Oh, I'm not gonna buy this player just because he has a contract. No, not like obviously on the free is better, but I mean five mil to a club like that and then sell them for 20, 25, 30. Yeah. Like that's and they have the infrastructure, they have the infrastructure to move them up the route. And also listen, I I think Charlie uh Adolfo uh, Davies. Alfonso yeah, Alfonso Davies kind of really changed uh the outlook on MLS, right? Uh after him, we've seen we've seen a few guys go go to Bigger clubs. We've seen, I mean, just recently, uh, Seattle's kid just went up to Swansea, right? Uh, there's, there's a links, how, how real them are not with, with Arajo recently. I think, you know, the European, European leagues, especially like, you know, the top five when it comes to like our Germany, Eng- English, uh, Spanish, the French, and, and I'm missing one there. Uh, point is like these leagues are paying attention now, uh, to MLS, right? Um, so yeah, I think this is a move because again, Listen, a two million dollar bill for 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 any one of these kids, right? More than pays their 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 time with 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 the galaxy. That's fair, right? Like so, I think like that's that's the move, and, and I like it. I, again, I, I you 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 find you find three four uh, arajos, right? You find three four arajos 
and you build a team around like you know those players. And now you have players players that come up through your academy, come up through your style of play, and play in this team. I guarantee you they'll show passion in the field. I'm all about it, whether it's for selling, whether it's for keeping. I like this, and I'm really excited about having all these young players, right? I mean, at one point or another, we talked about how the, all the midfield was like over 30 or like oh, average 30 or something like that, right? So like influx of players. Or, I mean, how many times how many times we get these listings of the average, average age per team and we're like 30 odds, right? Like it's 30 yeah. something. So like I'm glad to see some influx. I'm glad to see these kids come up and, and hope and fight for their fight for the chance to play for the G's. I fucks with it. I hope we see it. But you know, only time at all. Definitely we'll see what uh what Vanny's thinking uh when it comes to these youth players. Um I know somebody in the chat and I think even my maybe my son might have might have talked about it a couple of times when we've been talking with Vanny that how he does play his 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 youth, right? He does play the kids, uh especially if they're married a chance. So I'm hoping to see that uh, again, time will tell. Uh and we got dates now, right? So February we'll start seeing them uh in preseason and April hopefully we start seeing them live in some capacity. Uh, all right. Now let's talk about some 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 players who do have a name. Uh, some players who have a name that are I, I wouldn't call these outrageous links, but also I can't really verify where where the source came from or or how they got linked to us. But they're interesting names. I want to have a conversation, not necessarily whether this is going to happen or not. But if it does happen, let's say this is true. How do you how would you guys feel about this, right? And let's start off with a uh, with a center back option. Uh, and I think Masa, you're the one that brought it up. Uh, so in a while you could go into like where you saw the, the, the source again, I'm not, we're not verifying this. We're not saying this is going to happen. We just kind of want to talk about it because it's an interesting link. Uh, and let's start with center back defender, Marco Rojos from Man United. Uh, you want to go ahead and talk to where you saw it and, and go ahead and give uh, us your thoughts. So I'm scrolling to, through Twitter, uh, you know, on my break. And then I seen, um, I seen someone talking about Rojo, right? You know, it's like Rojo to the galaxy, blah, blah, blah. I was like, ah, it's probably some made up stuff or something. Yeah. So I was like, oh, let me do my research real quick. I found this. Uh, the original tweet came from this reporter from Argentina that currently works for ESPN in Argentina. Um, not a verified account, though. A lot of their accounts are, aren't verified for whatever reason. Yeah. But uh, he said that there was uh, supposedly there was interest from uh, River Plate. But that uh, the Marcos Rojo camp saying that there is no interest from uh, River, that uh, there has been an offer from Hetafe in Spain. And mm-hmm. as of today or a couple of days ago, there has been a formal offer from the LA Galaxy. Oh, no shit. And that Boca Juniors is interested in Marcos Rojo. Because that's a, when I heard that Marcos Rojo, I heard Boca, right? I heard there was an interest there. But formal offers. From what he tweeted was Hetafe threw an offer in there and the Galaxy offered a contract <clears> for them, man. So that's what I got. I tried to do further research and that's all I could find. Everyone else is just copying and pasting what he basically tweeted. Mm-hmm. Out. Um, and that's it. That's all I have on that. I try to find more, do my research, like really dig deep into it and there's nothing there. That's interesting. Uh, and, and then, uh, so... Moving on, but whether moving on from whether it's real or not, what's what, what's your opinion about him? Like, like, would you like him as an LG center back? Um, yes, just because I would, I think that he would be better than what we currently have. I'm not a big fan of 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 Rojo per se because I don't feel like Argentina's had a decent center back since Gabriel Hainse. 
Macharano. Um, Macharano wasn't a defender. <laughs> yeah, he was. You know, it's not even his his yeah. first position. He's a CDM. Uh, I don't think there's been that many good defenders, but I mean, you telling me Rojo could play there at an MLS level? I think he's very capable of. I'm not saying he's the best defender, but I mean, he's thirty. He's not too old, you know, mm-hmm. and it depends on the deal. Like, uh, like for him, I wouldn't drop a DP contract. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I'm with I don't you. think he's at that level. Um, I think he's if we could bring him on time or something cheaper, uh, I think it'll it'll work fine. And he has the the World Cup experience, you know, big game moments, you know, especially in the 2018 World Cup where he scored. I forgot who he scored against, and you know he had big games. He played a World Cup final. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. George, what do you what do you think? Um, to Massa's point of him saying that uh, he's better than anything that we have right now. If that's going to be your line to the bar to draw yeah. the sign, uh, shit, you could sign a lot of people from Sunday League teams. It doesn't matter. I like him, but he's too injury prone, and we have bad, we have fucking horrible luck with people being injury prone. I just don't want that problem. I don't want that issue. I don't. It's it's a headache that if you see his 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 history with injuries, he has at least one or two a season, one yeah. or two a year. So you know what? Let, let me actually let me run that back, right? Because because uh, I'm looking at that right now, uh, right now, right? And this is through transfer market, not us. So I I'm not verifying this. And, and, and hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, and Tomasa's point about World Cup experience, but so does people. Uh, but let me let me just go let me just go into into his injury right right now. Currently, he's injured with a calf injury. Uh, started October twenty third. He's been going on for ninety five days. In 2019-2020, he had thigh problem. Uh, from February to March, went on for twenty days. Eighteen nineteen, he had an injury from December to February, seventy four days. Uh, eighteen nineteen, he had a knee injury for seventy five days. Uh, fitness for twenty five days. Uh, knee injury for two hundred seven days. That's that's all in the last three four years. Like that's a lot of injuries. Um. At the same time, though, like I, let me let me back up and say, like he's he's aggressive as fuck, right? Yeah. Like like he he goes up for balls, he goes in for challenges, um, and I like that, right? I like that. I like that in friends. I like friends to be sure of himself and be able to be aggressive uh, without necessarily losing his head. And I see him do that, but shit, man, like that injury is that injury is really really concerning to me. Um, George just said it. Like, how many times we like, listen, Alessandrini, right? Alessandrini didn't have injury problem. I, I think legit he could be amongst like best players for LA Galaxy in the last five years, ten years, right? Uh, but listen, George, you can do all your face you want, but you cannot deny his talent. Our problem with his, with him was that he was not in the field enough to to showcase uh, his talent, right? And 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 the center back position, and his massa saying like he's probably he probably would be a a tan player. Like that's I that's I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily spend money there, uh, especially if like George said, like your bar is better than what we have. There's a lot of players who who uh, who fit that mold. They'll probably get them cheaper. I would go for a pass on this. I wouldn't necessarily bring them because of his injury, mostly. Any other thoughts? Nope, I don't want him. <laughs> so I wouldn't say I w- I wouldn't want him. It's just it's you know. It's hard to pick a defender right now at this moment. Like, are we are we in a luxury where we could bring Marco Rojo from uh from wherever he's at and put him on the bench? 
No. Do we have that luxury no. now? No. Then he's not a starter either. Because if he's a starter, he's he's what gonna get hurt within the first mean? two weeks. Well, that's just wild. That's just wild talk too. That's just wild talk. You give me, but like, but but based on his based on his record, I in the last two years he's missed about three hundred days of soccer. Come on, man. Yeah. With the galaxy, we 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 don't have a good track record with people being healthy with us as well. Again, listen. That, that's also something like I'm also looking forward to, right? Um, the our, our track record injury is horrible. Arsenal. Like Arsenal, yeah. like it's just bad, even, right? I, I'm, I'm looking forward to GBS. Yeah, yeah, but I'm looking forward to see what what uh what Vanny's team brings in, right? Like, look, we'll see if they, if that's any different. But I, I agree with you. Like that that risk factor of him being injured so often is something I'd rather not even partake in, right? Personally, yeah. I would partake for that reason only because I think like fair. He's a like, great he, player. He, like, ah, I don't know about great, but fair. Like he, he's he's a, he's right. a decent player. I mean, that's kind of he's great. That, that that's what's going on. Like, like you know, I don't think he, he was ever going to cut it and Man United, but I think he's decent enough to definitely play for these. Unfortunately, he's like undersized for the prem. He's what? I think he might be a little undersized for the prem. Yeah, whatever it is, it, it, he just like, he wasn't going to cut it there. But I, I think he would cut a year, except for the fact that he has uh, injury problems. Injuries. All right, uh, he, here's another one. Another one that's wild, and the linkage to us is it, weird. I saw it in a tweet as well. Uh, but Mata, right? Uh, former, former uh, Man United player. He is. Where's he is in uh, France? France right now? In yeah, France? Uh, I have no idea. Or, or maybe not. Maybe he's still in Man United. I'm not even sure. But there's there's again very loose linkage to to Mata. Uh, my man. He is how old is this guy? He's 32 years old. Uh, I don't think anybody could doubt his his skill. Nope. Uh, he is part. He he's, he came in at the end of that golden Spain era. Uh, so his skill is, is. I think you know. I don't think anybody could question it. Uh, he is thirty two years old. Is this a, a, a cam? You guys would be excited for. Would he work for the G's? Talk to me. I don't want it. I want something flashy. I want something pretty. I don't want something that's technical because technical here, uh, the galaxy from what we've seen, we've had technical players and they haven't, they have cut it, but it's not really what we want. I want a flashy player that could take on two players, make his own space and take a shot from the outside. And I don't see that in Juan Mata. I think Juan Mata makes a lot of his space by being smart, by making, by being able to know when to push off a defender, how to pass a ball. And I think the galaxy needs someone who's just flashy. At this point, interesting. Masa, what's your take on this? Uh, Juan Mata's a really good player. Always has been a good player. I'm not a fan of his style, to be honest. I think he'll work perfect here. I think he's very Pozuelo-like. Yeah, uh-huh. not fast. You yeah. know, very smart. Uh, but if I had to pick Jovinko over or Mata, I, I'm I gotta go with George on this one. I want. Something is gonna give me off my seat, like that shit. Like, uh, and I know Mata's good, bro. Like, I he's he's levels, you know. There's levels to this shit, and it, I know, agree. And but I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm not a fan. Like, it's kind of it's kind of uh, boring to me. His style is boring. The around in the LA Galaxy is not what he would is not what he's used to. That that, that is, and he won't he won't be dope. 
I'm pretty sure he'll kill it here because the the amount of space that they give you on the ball here is stupid in MLS, right? Compared to the Prem. I just I won't be excited about it to be honest. That, but then again, I'm not excited about anyone coming here right now. Lucas is spot on to what I was trying to say. He says technical works when you have a good team passing your mechanics. So if there's no chemistry, throw it out the door. Okay, again, but listen, here's the thing though, right? Um no, actually let, let me let me regress that. Mata to me, like it is is a is a player that we need. Right. And I'm going completely against what you guys both are saying right now. Uh, because because of that, because he he is not a twenty yard dash player who's gonna burn everybody there, but he's so smart that he could put the ball where you're gonna make that run without you even making that run. Like he can the find the spaces. The he, uh-huh. Players to make the run. No, no, no. Listen, that was never the problem, right? The the problem. How many times do we see players making runs in the past, just either never going that direction or going right backwards? Like we didn't have like, and again. We need a cam, right? And and I think, I think you guys want a cam who's gonna be mobile and move around to create spaces. Where I think Mata is 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 that without without him actually physically being there, right? Like Mata can find a space where the defense defense is oblivious to it. Like they won't see that space. And he's he's done it at levels, right? Again, he's so smart with the ball that he doesn't need to be there and here. He just needs the ball at his feet. And the one thing we did often was pass to the middle and then pass to the side, right? How many times we see LeJet get the ball in the middle with pocket space? He'll look up and then go right back to where the ball got passed. You give a ball like that to, to Mata, he's going to turn up, look up, left, right, and put a pass where he finds the right space. Man, I, I, I like to me, I think I've always, I, I said this many times, like we need an anchor. Somebody who you point to and say like, that's where it starts from. And Mata sitting like right in that space, in the, in, right in the middle of the space between the midfield and, and, and the attacking goal, like my man can move puppets. Like he's just pulling the strings at that point. I like a player like that, right? I'm not saying that that, that Jovinko, a Jovinko type player who's who's gonna who's gonna walk the ball and then and then attack him and create spaces because he pulls defense wouldn't work. But I think this player like suits many more options than somebody who, who needs the ball to make that run and, and pull the players out. I think this guy like he answers more more he answers more of the problems or solution for more of the problems than we have. Then somebody else. I'm not saying the other the, the, the other solution, the more mobile, the more Jovinko like player wouldn't be effective. I just really like someone who's smart like that, right? Because if you if you could think, if you could think and see things before other players do, like your players will get get understanding of where you're going to put that ball in and run. Where the other one is a little more a little more random, a little and, less structure. And you know what, my and it's not even backlash. It's not even negative talking about uh, Mata. I like Mata. He's a great player. But I think the competency that's going to be around him when it comes to LA Galaxy is not there. Hmm. Like, like, okay, so you know the chat and actually like the, the the tweet that I read and I and I'm pretty sure it was linked to an article and then they made their own opinion on that tweet. But the link uh, was was uh, or the tweet was them talking really about that that uh, Mata Chicha uh, connection and friendship, right? Uh, biggest thing last year. Was first of all, teacher not 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 being informed, and second, not being able to find him. Right? Like I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Mata can find him. Right? Mata can find anybody. You can, but you, I'm pretty sure you could ping the ball off of uh, Zubek's face and into goal all by himself. Right? <laughs> like he just just stand there, I'll ping it off your face. Like he, he could do that. And, and again, um, 
listen, it, we're we're in, in all the right to do so. All the right to do so to talk about the galaxy and the space where they were last year. But holy shit, like I, I bet my left nut that we won't see a galaxy similar to what we've seen last year. Now that that by not means by no means am I saying that we're going to see a well-oiled machine out of there, right? But I guarantee you, you won't see what you saw with with uh, GBS last year, just because we have Vanny and GBS are not the same coaches, and they're looking for different things. Uh, so, I, I, so as as much you say, but I, listen, I guarantee you, a Dunbar running off that left wing, right? Because it, maybe it's not by one, but maybe it's Dunbar who, who gets out wide. You think Dunbar will make will make these runs for 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 Mata for him to ping? Like he was making it when nobody else was pinging him. Right, uh, I, I I just see like a player like him. He doesn't need a player around him to be good. He'll make you better because he'll put you in a place where it's kind of hard for you to fuck up. Right. So listen, I hope I'm wrong in this. And, 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 and just to rephrase, like just to uh, just kind of bring it all back together, like this by no means is, is a is a, a lock in. The Matsar guy, he's coming. This is something we read, and I thought it was interesting because uh, I thought I'd make I'd make for the discussion where he's a good player. And how does the Galaxy fan, how do, how do Galaxy fans react to a player like that who's not going to be your your poster boy signing, right? He's not going to be the flashy signing, but he's going to be a damn good signing. Interesting to see. Uh, all right, that that's that's pretty much all I have for today. Other than some announcements we do after after the questions. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we go into into questions? No, no, we're good. No. All right, George, did we uh, did we get some questions? Yes, sir. Shoot it. Let's All go. right. Um, GWO says, miss you. We miss you, too. Same. Uh, Eddie Nag says, DP for Masa. Hashtag DP <laughs> for Masa. Ooh. Emmanuel says, should we be scared about not having consistent defenders since defense wins chips? Man. Um... We still got time to make signatures, so I'm not really stressing about it, especially now that uh, we have the dates. I mean, there's still like what two months before uh, a month before. Pre-season. When's the cutoff date of when you start stressing out if we haven't signed anybody? Oh. I mean, at this point, bro, like you got to give Greg Vanny time. Like, I'm not really stressing this first year, to be honest with you. So, so if we don't sign a defender this first year, then it's well, it, we couldn't, right? Let, let, there was nothing available. That's how I see it. Okay. Let, let me ask this question though. Um, are you guys? Is there anything Greg Vanity do that you think will make our current defenders any better? Like that they could have a chance to be starting level of a successful team? And it's just short, leashes. It? short leashes. I think uh, a lot of our defense in the past was uh, they knew they could be able to mess up and their starting position was still kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I don't, know. listen uh, don't get me wrong. Right. Uh, Steris. And uh, Steris and people, I think, made a lot of just dumb mistakes. I think the wings sometimes were compromised by our, our, our left back and right back were compromised sometimes by our wingers just pushing up and a midfield not being able to cover spaces. They had to step up and be out of positions. Uh, and I think the period just just needs some fine tuning, right? Um, so I, I, I'm interested, in, and again, I'm, I'm not saying that these guys are going to work, but I'm interested in seeing uh, if this team is able to move as a unit and move together and have clear indication of how they're supposed to be playing if that defense isn't any better, right? And if, uh, you know, whether it's Bond or Klinsman comes in and they have more control over the back line and have the communication that, you know, personally, I felt 
Bingham never had, never had control. It was in general for the back line. I think if any of these two could come in and, and be that general, and if Vanny kind of like puts a, it puts in place a system where like teams move his unit, maybe we need one center back. Maybe we need one center back, right? But yeah, I think I've, I think the camp position might be might be a little more more important to us right now than that. But I might be wrong. All right, moving on. Um, Rafi Taffy says for Jorge, when is Jovinko coming? You're asking <laughs> the wrong person. <laughs> it's George. Keep add J in the fifty seven across all socials. Um, LA Galaxy fan talk says favorite Galaxy home and or away game. That you have ever witnessed in person, easy slatan for me. Yeah, uh, I'll say 2011, 2011 uh, final for sure. That was a wild as day. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Houston, no, no. Yeah, uh, was it Houston? No, was it? It was Houston. 2011, Houston, right? Like rainy day, rainy day. We they had the. Yeah, it was dope. It was it was I had a supporter summit that day early on, so I was at the stadium like around eight a.m. or something like that, and I drank all the way through to about nine p.m. It was an amazing day. We got the chip, soaking wet. Great times. That's definitely my favorite. Mudslide at the end. Mudslide at the end. Yep, yep. That's that. That's the night. That's so sick. Masa, I think witnessing the finals that I witnessed, I still think the energy. And the tension of that first Latin game is unmatched by four. No yeah, shit. By four? By four. By That's far. crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to say that Slatan. Slatan's first game was the craziest shit I've witnessed in, in real life. Yeah. And you see me play. So that's some shit, dog. You see me play <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Logan Jones says. At Jay in the if Jovinko comes to this, comes this is still not a playoff team. Team, I think. I think you smoking that good. I I think when you see, I think everybody needs a temporary position until we start seeing anything from the team. And I talk about like on the field, right? Uh, anything, anything, right? It, it, it's dumb for us to imagine the Galaxy being the Galaxy they were last year, right? Because we're talking about new personnel, a lot of player movement. Uh so to us to, to imagine that they'll look that like they did last year is crazy. Uh, I'm gonna agree with Logan Jones. So you think if Jovinko comes, we're still not a a, a playoff team. team. Yeah, I'm still, okay. we're still missing. We're still missing. If Bawon signs today, right now, there's still no Bawon. There's still no help at defense, uh, at least in the center back position. We're still running the same players plus Jovinko, and. Where we we lost our our MVP of the season in Bavon, I I don't see us making playoffs. Well, listen, okay. there's there's no way. There's right now, who's sliding in? Who's sliding in? Uh, right or out left? Right now, but we're talking about right now. We signed no, no, right now. It's not a playoff team. Okay, okay, but, but listen, like who's sliding into the position right now from the roster? Nobody, right? We really have no clear answer. So that means there are going to be some signings there. Right, like again, like for us to sit here in January twenty fifth and talk about like we put in Javinko, it's not going to be a, a playoff team. It's a little wild because it's January twenty fifth. The preseason don't even start for another month. There's a shit we do. Relax. Let's relax. And and again, right? Like again, I understand why we're hurt. I understand why the sentiment of this team is shit. 
because it was, and it's been shit since twenty since twenty fifteen. It's been shit. I, after twenty fifteen, this team's been shit. So I one hundred percent agree with the sentiment. But to imagine that this team has no change after having, uh, you know, after bringing in Vanny, after letting go of some of these players, after bringing in new players, this team was not going to change. It's ridiculous. And then you look at you look at the MLS and you look at the Western Conference, right? And you look at the teams that made the playoffs with the points that made the playoffs. So if you're basing our team and last year, and you look at the schedule, and you tell me like the, the team can't get up to get an eighth place uh, or seventh place playoff spot, like I think that's a little wild to me. I, I think that's a lot, but again, free, I understand where that comes from. I think I, th- I think it's a little wild uh, to say that this team wouldn't be a playoff team. I think regardless whether Javine Court not comes, uh, if Greg Vanny could get the team ticking, maybe not 100. percent If they get, get the team ticking, there's a good shot we make playoffs because it's fucking MLS. Now, if we say Jovin comes in, we're winning MLS Cup. I think you're not. <laughs> but, you know, if, 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 you, if you can say we're not making playoffs, there's no way we make playoffs. I think that's a little harsh as well. All right. Um, Cheesy, what up, Cheesy? says, miss me for the week in LA Liga G96. I didn't me? Tune in. Me, Go dude. Go. So, I, I, uh, last night was season opener for Barrachex, right? Season opener. I play first game at uh, left mid. Team didn't perform as well. Like, we got dumb FIFA fucking penalty and off a corner, we lost to zero. Uh, but the team didn't perform bad. It just, we weren't clicking. Cool. I played Cam the next game where I prefer to play. I was hyped about it. I was like, let me try to make a difference. Uh-huh. Cool. I, I get kicked at halftime, though. And I'm the one streaming for Barrachex, too. So, like, I didn't, like, have to fucking, I didn't get to play the second half. Uh, shout out to Barrachex because they figured it out. We got a dub on, on penalties. But, Full of the week, my stupid ass got kicked. Hey, <laughs> and I, and I was watching uh, like a Lino stream. You told me it feels like the team got better once you got kicked. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, listen, listen. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hyper Let somebody else do that for me. I don't need that. I don't need to do it for myself. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Baby. I don't need to hype myself up. LA Galaxy Outsider says we signed Mkhitaryan yet. Mkhitaryan, no, do you guys? No, I come on. Thank you. No, thank you. Come on, listen. <laughs> Mazo said his levels is shit. And if we're at problem with Mata, come on. Like, Mkhitaryan? What for? Uh, what? Uh-huh. Are we talking Mkhitaryan right now? I'll take Mkhitaryan all day. Over, Over who? Yeah, absolutely. That's wild. Absolutely. So, get Mata the fuck out of that's here. Wild. That's wild. Like, what? Mkhitaryan is fucking dope. No. And he's fucking... You can't even say that shit with a straight face. You have to smile <laughs> and laugh because it's not legit. You're 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 trolling. 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 You're like we, we I mean, have a mini I mean, before, and they pop. United, I, I fuck with them. Man United are barely getting the shit together. Though. How many players did they let go that they weren't good enough? Supposedly, no, no. This is Yeah, I'm talking about Mkhitaryan. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You guys are thinking like Mkhitaryan prem Mkhitaryan, dog. I'm thinking post prem or pre prem. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm talking about Serie A, Serie A Mkhitaryan, dog. Like, look at him play. Look at him play, bro. Like, and you know what the biggest problem is? Like, I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he has no skill. But I'm saying, like, if, if we're talking about Jovinko or Mata, Mata being first place for me, but that's just me. And Mkhitaryan, like, you said yourself, there's levels to this shit. And, you know, 
he's definitely, in my in my opinion, a level down on both of those players that I mentioned, Jovinko and Mata. Definitely level down the matter. All right, moving I on. Hope <laughs> I, hope and I just blame Masa. Uh, CJ Epperson says, Which newly signed homegrown are you most excited about? Uh, me and Masa agree. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Can I just say this? I'm excited about Preston Judd just because now means we have three strikers in, our, in, the, in the roster. Subak, Preston Judd, and Judd. We have an option. He's my favorite player so far. Is the rest of the roster going to be academy players? No. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> hey, man, but, like, uh, I don't want to hear this shit, like, um, when we lose fucking players for free, everybody complains. And now that, that we're signing them so we don't lose them for free. Yeah, everybody complains. Complain. <laughs> it's so, G-Fans, though, man. Listen, we need a win so everybody can shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. We're just yeah, so yeah. mad at taking L's everywhere. They... Losing people start doing some crazy shit, bro. That's it's, accurate, it's, though. Twitter's crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Listen, I, we need a win. We need to win US Open Cup. We need to use that Liga MX MLS Cup, whatever fuck it's called. I forgot what it's called. We need to win something, though. As soon as we win something, like, these motherfuckers stop being hurt. <laughs> we just need to stop being hurt. We need some love in our life. <laughs> Go on, right. George. Uh, from Twitter, Glenn with one end wants to know favorite preseason memory. Go. Uh, last year. Last year, last year was my favorite preseason moment because for so long, for so long, I imagined like like the whole North End being SG, being with that fucking uh, with that energy, hearing drums and seeing flags across all four sections, and last, for a little as it lasted for us, seeing that 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 preseason like that pre, the B Block party, uh, all that shit is super dope, and then all the work that was put into it, that's probably one of my favorite moments ever, just in general. <laughs> When we traveled to the OC and we had that pizza spot, and then we went. Yeah, that, that was fun too. Caravan into the fucking into into the little stadium. That was tight. Masa, pieces of memory. Um, it's always the first game back in the stadium. You know, yeah. after being gone for what three, four months, and then you know walking back in that first time, yeah. even if it's preseason, that feeling is yeah, is fucking, it's it's crazy, dog. Like I. I don't remember the last time I felt that. It's just, it feels like it's been forever. <laughs> no, I'm saying when we when we get a chance to do that, like, listen, I'm, I'm Uber as fuck. Though. I, I'm I'm gonna talk to ACB see, see how we can figure it out because we need I need a lot of Uber vouchers because everything be on one for that day. Though when we get finally get be able to tailgate and back in the stadium, holy fuck, it's gonna be it's gonna be insane. I can't wait till it happen too. I'm that's with everybody. Though. I'm dancing with my son. That's with everybody. <laughs> that was it. Uh, that was it. All right, dope shit. Uh. Let's let, let's 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 do some ACB news real quick. Uh, if you are a part of ACB, if you fuck with ACB, we are having a one twenty one happy hour next this Friday. Uh, this Friday, uh, time and details are going to be posted pretty soon. Uh, there's a form out right now that you can join uh, that you can fill out to be on the RSVP. We'll send that. Uh, we'll send the update pretty soon. Uh, but listen, it's really just to celebrate. Uh, I don't know. Next time we'll see in in a hundred years, we'll see uh, one twenty one as the month and and year. Uh, so we just want to celebrate it, give a nod to 121, the heartbeat of, of all uh, of everything going on in North End. Uh, so join us. We'll, we will have uh, a little Q&A Q &A with, uh, with the ACB leadership. We are looking for suggestions on, on things you want to do, especially uh, for the beginning of the season, which is looking a lot like it's going to be a remote season for the start of it. So if you have any ideas of Zoom, of Zoom uh, watch parties and 
or any other stuff, uh, please join it and give us give us your opinion, give us your thoughts. We definitely want to know uh, so we can stay active, uh, especially during the, the the remote time that we are coming up. Uh, and just and just a heads up, I won't say the name, but we are going to have a special player guest appearance uh, on Friday, so that's going to be there. Uh, a lot of details still to become. Uh, a lot of things we're still working out uh, internally as, for, for the leadership group, but uh, it should be a good time. We're going to have some drinking games. We're going to have some chill out time uh so if you get a chance please sign the form if you're interested in joining uh that zoom call or that uh happy hour we'll love to have you and hear your opinions um when it comes to discord discord is going out this week i know we talked about it last week uh and this is not acb news anymore cut acb news happy hour 121 happy hour that's the acb news uh for street from the fans for all our listeners we are going to open up discord this week uh look for that on twitter and i'll definitely post the link uh, to that, uh, to the invitation uh, on the YouTube description as well as the description on the podcast. Uh, but Peep Game, uh, what, we, what we really want from that Discord is uh, just to have uh, a Galaxy community that that we could just talk about what the show is about. Like, so we get send us your questions there. Uh, you want to come into the show? And, and again, this year we're trying to get bring uh, more of the audience into the show and, and let them be part of the show. So if you have you want to come in, you have a Something you want to talk about? Please join there and, and shoot us your shoot us your opinions and your thoughts, and, and we'll communicate through there. Um, yeah, hop on as soon. Hop on when you see the link. And I think that's it. Have anything else? Is there anything else, boys? Uh, yeah, I just pulled up stats on Mkhitaryan. He has uh, eight goals, eight assists in this season. And said, "Yeah, so fuck off, dog." In How many games? games eighteen games. He's eight and eight. Let me see. You're not telling me that's not good stats. I said, yeah, I don't know. what. Have you seen him play? Have you actually seen, like, look at him play? Yes, bro. He's good, bro. I've no, been watching Mkhitaryan like since he was at Shakhtar, bro. Come on, man. He, listen, it would be, okay, you're not comparing Shakhtar and Mkhitaryan to, to oh, not, Muhammad bro, Mkhitaryan. You're saying that this man is not He's, he's not, not dope. Anymore. He's not dope. Right. He's not dope, bro. He's not. Just right. Listen, I, stats are one thing, but just look at him All play, right. dog. You got to tell me he's dope. When's the last time you've seen that man recover a ball? Tell not me that. Tell me that. When is the last time you see the man recover the ball? And and he doesn't have the skills up top to say, like, you don't need to do that. I'm sorry. I, I, I regress. With that being said, it's another episode of Straight from the Stance. I'm your boy Rudy. At I am Sports on Twitch. I am Sports on Twitter. I am Sports on the Gram. Fuck Mkhitaryan. JN the Vita 7. Instagram, Twitter. Jesus. Mkhitaryan is dope, dog. Well, you said Quail was up, too. Up. Yeah, Peace, y'all. Have a good night. I love y'all. Have a good night. See you next Monday. He's better than my time today.